Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody, it's Annalena here. I'm as always very excited to be here with you all and today I have a very very special guest which is Elijah Parker from the Gene Keys team Um, and I think I have been mentioning the Gene Keys here and there a little bit. I know we talk a lot about human design but I'm so excited to have a very deep conversation with you Elijah and um, actually before I introduce you too much I would love for you to introduce yourself oh well thank you it's such an honor to get to be here and to share in this contemplation together and my name's elijah i've uh, been working with this amazing contemplative tool called the jinkies which is has its parallel journey to human design and um, many other practices in my life like tea and qigong and music and things that bring my attention back to the heart of being and it's been a beautiful journey over the last 12 years to get to know myself through the lens through this map through this mythos and then also to get to share that with other people whether it's just in conversation or in retreats or in sessions and uh, and now you know over the last few years getting to create media and courses to help inspire people to go on this inner adventure for themselves yeah i love that so you're really the person that takes care of all the the website and the tech stuff and i do i have a lot of left aligned uh skill sets and so i do i do do a lot of the technical side with an amazing team of course and uh incredible co-workers but it's also my passion to have kind of structures that support new ideas and and new ways of being but we also need that that technical background so I, I enjoy that balance <laughs> I love that because so I have a lot of rights energy in my chart and it was recently talking about the quad left and the quad right from human design but you're probably familiar with that right so you seem to have more left I'm a quad left yeah <laughs> okay here we go and I'm I have all but one to the right so and I'm like I struggle with those kind of things so much and I have been like sharing, like as we follow our heart or our human design, when we attract the people that then bring the the leftness of things and they do the structure, because I cannot force myself to do that. I'm supposed to do what lights me up. And um, that's why I was like, we need it all, right? Because we're different and you're good at this. So I'll let you do that. I do my thing. I go with the flow. Um, so I love that and I really appreciate you for doing that because I have to say from a user perspective it's a very very beautiful um, 
yeah course experience on the jinkies website so thank you for that mm. it's great to hear that and it's great to I, I love that joy that comes out of you relax and you let me do the part that i love and that they can synergize with each other and i think that's really important and something i've been enjoying listening to you and just feeling that permission for the uniqueness of your skills and that that actually in relationship those come alive and uh, it's an honor to get to build my my part and then get it filled with other people's genius and experience yeah thank you for sharing that yeah we we're not here to do it all alone for sure <laughs> um and you mentioned relationships right now right so that's really the essence of what we want to talk about today and so my audience, like we're all mainly conscious entrepreneurs, right? We we have online businesses. We're like geeking out about human design on these spiritual tools and surrender and all these beautiful terms. So kind of what we want to dive into today is this whole concept of how really our relationships, right? And it's like, the relationship with myself that's really my business how that's really building the foundation for also then financial success prosperity and really making global impact if that's something you know design like me personally i'm always like i want to make global impact <laughs> so we really want to talk about this relationship piece and um there is a particular so in in the gene case there's a particular sequence and actually before we go there i would love for you to kind of elaborate a little bit on okay what are even the gene keys and then we can dive into the because it was kind of moving a little fast here right now then we can dive into the 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 venus sequence and those things we want to go deeper into today that sounds great that's a good uh the jinkies i love that question the jink what are the jinkies the jinkies are contemplative tool and language and an amazing book and audios by Richard Rudd, but it's also a living doorway into, if you're familiar with human design, into the gates, into these 64 possible outlets of energy moving through our life, these archetypes. And the jinkies, what it, what I love about the work is that it provides a spectrum. So every key, every gate now has a shadow gift and city, the highest essence. Mm -hmm. So where is this energy in its constricted form? And what happens if we embrace the information that's inside that constriction, that shadow, and allow it not to get rid of the shadow, but to actually allow that shadow, that challenge to reveal the gift, the creative potential inside it. Mm -hmm. And maybe in that incredible enlightened state of peace and balance, the city, the highest essence can arise. And that's why I think it becomes a journey for us to really see our challenges, to see the places of conditioning, the places that we don't act in truth with our being, we constrict, we react, we repress. And that's a part of the journey. That's a part of the story. So for me, the Gene Keys gives permission and healthy awareness sometimes, philosophical and neurological and psychological or spiritual keys to see that challenge rise through its potential spectrum. Yeah, I love that. And that's one of the things that attracted me so much to the gene case, because so one of the favorite sentences that I always say to my clients and everyone, like, but you resist persists, mm -hmm. right? And what we can ac accept, that has the capacity to change. So with the gene case, it's like, if we're trying to resist the shadow, 
right? So when I'm, I get stuck in my, um, uh, what is it? Um, my psychosis or something from the 61st Jinky or in my pessimism, that's my 13, right? Like I can totally be there. But what it has helped me with is that I used to judge myself for that so much. I am so pessimistic. I shouldn't, right? And then we kind of push ourselves away. And I had learned it through other modalities already, but it was still kind of, and with the jinkies, I got, it was kind of an aha moment for me because it's like, okay, here's the shadow. It's almost like a package, like this dark package. And if you don't have the courage to dive into this, you're not going to get to the diamond, which is in the middle of the shadow. Um, yeah, it's like we have to receive that part of us with love and compassion, just like we hold a child, right? When they're having a tantrum, like, it's going to be okay. Just be mad, be angry. <laughs> I appreciate that. I think it takes such courage to to do that work, to, you know, to look honestly, like you, you brought language to some of your shadows of oh I feel pessimism or for me one of mine is judgment it's like oh I can feel where that judgmental mind has has its grips and so many even some unconscious bias and ways that I act out without even knowing but definitely those conscious moments that the judgmental mind can interfere and and you know, I want nothing better than to get rid of it and to really have the courage, like you said, to mother that child, to mother ourselves through that process. That that takes a leap of faith, right? Like challenge does consume us at times. The shadow, when we're really identified with it, that's all that there is, is that pain or that feeling. And it takes a lot to to have that courage. And for me, when there are maps like the Gene Keys and human design as well, mm -hmm. like there are reminders and there are, and even in the power of language to give myself the other two words in that spectrum of integrity for the for the 18th jinky that I'm working with right now judgment and integrity being a part of the same spectrum mm -hmm. and suddenly it gives me very literal reminders so that my mind can pick up on patterns that my body is going through that my emotions are going through and find a synergy instead of just trying to think my way out of the problem I can bring my mind, my heart, my body into contemplation, into digestion of, hey, my judgment is pointing to something that's been spoiled, something that's been broken, a crack in the cauldron. And how can I actually bring my attention there for creative potential to not only repair, or, or but to uplift this moment? And I think that's the magic of having these maps is helpful reminders when we're stuck, when we're lost, when we're confused. Is there there's a another dialogue that can take place with this incredible wisdom transmission. And it's not just words someone else says or something someone can do for you, but it actually is opening that pathway inside yourself so that you ask these questions, that you inquire with gentleness and patience and see how it unfolds. And that's a big ask in a turbulent world and with our challenges. And I, I don't say that lightly. I think that this is brave and profound work, but I do feel that the the duty and the responsibility of looking inward with that patience and compassion to ourselves ripples out in what we do in the world and can create more beneficial environments for all of us to thrive yeah i love that because i i think our human tendency is to yeah resist it like if we feel like you say judgment right like oh, i shouldn't feel this way what's wrong with me i need to fix it and then we distract ourselves we run away from it right we pretend it's not there 
And then later on, the judgment is even stronger, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so the, the Jinkis has this, the art of contemplation, right? That's kind of the method, which is like you say, it's first we we need to be aware of it, right? We need to like, oh, here I am judging. Interesting. No big deal, but I'm doing it. <laughs> and then we can, with that, we can pause and really look at that part of us. And then we can, we have, that's the power of choice, right? Where the mind comes in, we can choose to kind of shift. Okay. I can choose now to focus on integrity. And and as we, it's like anything in life, the habits we create, it's a muscle to build, right? It's not, we're not, we're not going to run a marathon from the first day. We got to learn how to walk first. And, and, and eventually it becomes easier and we can just kind of catch it in the moment and then like kind of shift out of it. But it, it helps so much with this, like, what's wrong with me kind of idea. It's just like, that's who I am. It's not a big deal, right? It's like, it's part of my genetic blueprint and it's serving a purpose. I think that's a huge permission that that is inherent in this contemplation is what if you're not broken? What if you're not, you know, sinned? What if you are, are actually the base of us as, as is this compassion? Is this love? Is this genius? Mm -hmm. And there are, of course, actions we've taken in our lives and actions that were taken against us that are confused and constricted. And that's for me why it's a it's a language and a technology is I'm learning to breathe with constriction. I'm learning to be with these uncomfortable sensations, not as a bypass to, oh, just focus on the gift, but no, mm -hmm. there's energy and information in our shadows, in our challenges. And if I'm not aware of them for myself, they're going to ripple out and I'm going to get the feedback a lot harder from my relationships and from the world. If I'm, you know, being blind to these, these pathways inside myself so I think it's an inner adventure for that way to really learn. And like you said, it's a muscle to practice breathing mm. with those constrictions and inherently our, our natural genius, the permission to just be you with the genius that we you know came here with, if you want to use that mm. terminology, it's like here now it begins to naturally unfold from us. And I think that's where gentleness is so profound and powerful, but it takes time. It takes persistent gentleness you know the 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 ongoing contemplation yeah yeah and and I, I, exactly it's and it's a little bit of a challenge right because our conditioning from society is like you shouldn't be mad you shouldn't be sad what's wrong with you we have to fix it right so and i think especially as men right um i can imagine and and, and even for me because i was always like i have to be the nice little girl mm -hmm. i cannot be angry I, and I have to say, when I allow myself to really allow myself to be angry, just process it, not even like pointing at other people, but allowing myself to release it and feel that, like, oh my gosh, there's some confidence behind it that came out. Yeah. And and yeah, I agree with you. The societal conditioning that says we can't be emotional in, in whatever direction, by yeah. gender or class or race or anything, there's this these perceived conditions that oppress that that naturalness of us and even in business this idea that you shouldn't be emotional and and it, it, business is a cold and calculated thing yeah business is relationship it's our relationship with everyone and and again what are we feeding into the world and relationship is kind of the core of it all starting with the relationship to my own patterns but in turn this question of you know 
how am I reacting or responding to the challenges inherent in this moment and the gifts inherent in this moment. And that's a relationship. So we can't silo away all of our, there's, you know, there are times to have healthy times and containers Mm -hmm. for when you can express yourself more freely versus others, but that's still a relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we've, we, as a culture, I see a lot in the world has lost permission to be in a relationship and a relationship the intelligence of every relationship is bringing to the surface something very magical and if we listen to the to what is happening in between us or what is happening inside my body which is a relationship there's there's data there there's information there that wants to unfurl and i think that's where there are these creative possibilities for actual change in our external systems and realities but they come from this deep listening state, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I really focus on inward inquiry in order to walk with integrity externally. Yeah, I love that. And what came up for me when you were talking about, you know, it's all about relationship. And one of the the biggest healing components that I have so far experienced when it comes to my relationships is that fear of rejection. I'm also four line, right? I'm a two four profile in human design. So that is actually I have to say when I heard Richard Ra talk about this, it gave me such a relief when I, I got clear to me that the rejection, that's the, the deep core wound with the four line. I was like, oh, okay, it's normal, right? That was the first thing. And then as I went deeper into this work, I realized eventually, as I was always like so scared that other people reject me. I realized at some point that because then we get into the people pleasing, right? And doing things we don't really want to, but we don't want to get rejected. It's so painful. Then I realized that by doing that, I'm actually rejecting myself, mm-hmm. right? So I think, and even with these emotions, if I am sad and I make it the wrong thing, I'm rejecting myself, right? So we have this, I think, this rejection is such a big fear of all humans in some way, right? Maybe more so for others. and But ultimately, I think it's here to teach us, stop rejecting yourself. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you for go- going on that journey of rejection. Cause that's yeah. where the, the gift now is being spread through all your work right all this this it's vulnerable to be here sharing and that four has to breathe into being authentic and it has to mm-hmm. it has to relax and and even romancing yourself back into the moment instead of playing out these stories of rejection and now it's a gift for all of us because your influence is oh like i can breathe with that and ooh, i get to find the ways that i reject myself and i can relax those patterns and that's why I think the the technology is so beautiful. It's like, oh, you going into your core wounds and these these very real patterns now is your medicine, is your gift, is your investing back into others. Again, not through forcing that change, but through the naturalness of you. And I hear it in the way you speak and I feel it in your presence. And that sweetness is infectious, which is the gift of that line for purpose that you share so, so beautifully. Yeah, thank you. Now I feel good. <laughs> um yeah but that was such a big um aha moment for me I I really have to say so so I would love to hear from you like what is the Venus sequence what what is that all about what is 
that journey? What are those gene keys? Yeah. The Venus sequence, what one thing, if you if you're new to the gene keys, you'll you'll see a profile similar to human design. You can get a free profile and you'll see these different colored spheres. And instead of looking at the body graph the way human design does, gene keys is a sequential journey of exploring these specific keys or gates. And the activation sequence is the first sequence that really is an invitation into the basics of this work, you know, it's your incarnation cross, it gives you some foundational look at your at your challenges in life, and then deeper into those design body uh, planets of your purpose is in your body, not, uh, it, not just in the external life's work, the theater that you do out in the world, but they're connected, they're bridging inward. And then the Venus sequence is kind of the meat of the Jinkies golden path. It's these red spheres in the center. I always call it the, the inner plumbing of your life because it's exploring these subtle, un, potentially unconscious or deeply encoded processes of emotional and relatable relationships. Uh, so it's looking at your triggers and your defense systems and relationships. It's looking at childhood incarnation patterns of where were we when we were ages 14 to 21? And what were the what were the decisions and the ways and the conditioning that was coming into our body? And how is that teenage mind actually still playing itself out now in our adult life? So we're bridging both past digesting and recapitulating our past relationships, while also living into the present relationships of learning how to maybe see through a different lens of this of us unfolding now and dreaming into the potential essence of what would it be like to love unconditionally with a relaxed body and an integral mind how does that feel and feed the field around me and i so i think the venus sequence is a pathway to explore relationship with life starting with myself and my own patterns and then in turn how that unfolds and feeds the love that i can give naturally out through my life all the way to the core wound the essence of who we are that becomes our great gifts that we get to share with the world so i think that's why relationships build to prosperity inside these sequences is to truly shine in the pearl the the final sequence the prosperity out into the world it's being fed and nourished by our inner root system by our relationship to the minerals and our our active our closest relationships will shine out in whatever we do globally uh out in the world so to be honest and to be in, in integrity with those tiny little patterns because it's kind of like the butterfly's wing that creates the tsunami these tiny moments inside our relationships they ripple they impact each other and we can have a profoundly harmful and constricted impact whether we know it or not, but we can also have a profoundly generous and uplifting impact. And instead of trying to fix the other, the Venus sequence asks you very deeply to look and breathe within as yeah. the source of any of that change. Yeah, I love that. And I love in particular that because as an online entrepreneur, right? I mean, when I went into my journey, the main focus was okay how do you make money like how are you going to be successful i was like that was the main focus and of course it is that is important right you're not having a business without making any kind of money right in that sense but i love that with the gene keys that the venus sequence comes first mm -hmm. right there is first like there's no way to really build sustainable prosperity in life 
if we don't look at our relationships with others, with ourselves, and like our, our business is our relationship with ourselves. And that's why I truly believe you want to have really sustainable success in business and whatever your definition of success is, right? It's not just monetary, but really like making impact. What do you want to be remembered for, right? What is that you want to bring into the world? And yes, for that money is an important factor. And that really the foundation of that. It's like the foundation of the house. If you don't have a solid foundation, the house is going to fall apart. I mean, you can make all the fancy stuff, but if the foundation is not there. So for me, really that, that Venus sequence is that is that solid ground, is that solid foundation that it probably will always come back to, right? Kind of touch it up a little bit, go a little bit deeper, make it even more solid. And then on that, we can build this really prosperous temple, whatever that is we, we want to create. Mm. I, I love the something that sparked so beautifully when you shared that of, of building that foundation. And I think that because it is true, whatever the, the metrics of success we're putting on ourselves or our business or even our legacy, again, what are we building on? What is the stability? The, you know, and that's where the Venus sequence starts with this, this core stability, this deep inner root of your purpose at the bottom of your chart. And responding to life's challenges is critical. And even in business, how do we respond to crisis? And in the world, how are we responding to crisis? And that's for me, the gifts of this kind of contemplative work of myself and my relationships allows that success to spread through all areas of my life, not just financial growth, but relational growth, including when crisis hits and our temples will be rocked by the earthquakes and the wild storms of the world. So what are we building that stability on? And I think in a world of change, healthy relationships is the is paramount to building something that can respond and be resilient to the changes that are going to be necessary from the forces of evolution as they move us so yeah. I, I really honor that temple being built on a on a platform of relaxed uh but strong foundation i think is important to us yeah yeah and now as he was speaking it's also that you know we cannot even have a business without relationships. Everything in business is, I mean, you're not going to have customers and, you know, I mean, that's all relationships, right? And I think it's like, if there's no, let's say you have no money or whatsoever, that's totally out of the context. You have your relationships, mm -hmm. the people in your life, I think is always what matters the most. I think also when you talk to really elderly people, what they always remember the most is the relationships they had, the people that were in their life. It's not about the money necessarily, right? And also, yeah, in business, like you're going to be all alone. Like you can have all the money, but no relationships. That's a miserable existence, if you ask me. And it's really like having fulfilled relationships. That's really like the more we speak about this, that's the core of everything, right? So it's like, let's focus there and let the other just evolve the way it's meant to, according to the divine will, right? And not like forcing it from our conditioning or how it like should be in that sense. I love that you use the word divine will because I've got your chart here. And, and I know, it's my core wound. <laughs> and you actually, I would love to hear. So my core wound is the 40. Mm. I would love to, and it's in the sixth line. I would love to hear your take on that. I, I I love that key, and I can 
feel it so clearly in that direction that you're speaking to. And, and that key for the, the 40th, it's the shadow of exhaustion, the place where we, we bleed out all of this incredible chi that is that is our birthright to have this incredible energy in our life and it bleeds itself out through unhealthy boundaries emotional boundaries i i give my yes too quickly in an incorrect way or i try to fit myself in to a a, a version of myself that is not allowing the relaxed flow of my uniqueness and this this jinky it is a it's a powerful solo key. You know, it's very much about like you and resolve is this healthy. Yes. Healthy. No, I always think of the cell membrane. So the gift mm -hmm. of resolve, not as like resolute, I'm going to put on my armor and be resolved, but it's a healthy cell membrane knows what minerals to let in and what minerals to let out for the best function of itself as a cell. And that'll be connected to larger organisms, but it needs healthy intelligence to its own uniqueness. And so suddenly that boundary is very powerful because a healthy no is a yes for the other person or the other opportunity. Yeah. But it's hard to say that in a conditioned world, especially when you described your line four that might have that people pleaser energy in other ways. It's yeah. ooh, it's tough to, to hold that <laughs> resolve. <laughs> But then divine will. And when you said that of like, ooh, what would it feel like? I'm paraphrasing, but you said something to like, what would it feel like to be so relaxed that we allow these gifts to flow out because we're built on this healthy relationship, these healthy emotional boundaries. And divine will is that question of the universe of can you be so physically relaxed to allow universal intelligence to flow through you? Mm. And many cultures describe that hollow reed, the hollow bone, the letting you know God play through your vessel as an instrument of love. And that requires healthy boundaries, strong enough texture. You have to have an ego worth giving up. You got to have a, 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 a system that's going to sustain love moving through it in a unique frequency. You know, you're a different flute than I am and we need you to be there but enough openness to actually allow it to happen. And that's a that's the big paradox, I think, of these jinkies, especially the 40, is that the greatest will of the universe has a relaxed center. And mm -hmm. that is a powerful martial technique that many different people have found. It's it's a it's an emptiness that is not uh vacant. It is a very effulgent, relaxed center. And in turn, that is the gift you're sharing with us is, oh, as entrepreneurs, how do we relax into the unique, profound uniqueness of us individually and let that connect into the world? And as a line six, you're here to teach us how to invest our mm -hmm. uniqueness into the world. That's my my feeling and take oh, on it. I want to cry. I mean, in a good way. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I want to share a couple of things that came up for me because... I mean, this is my core wound, right? And I also am realizing right now just the power of having somebody else reflected back to me. It is just so beautiful because what I have noticed recently, so I mean, one of the things that has been happening, my Instagram has grown a lot in this year, which wasn't planned. I mean, it's cool. In the beginning, you're like, oh my God, it's amazing. And and you become like an influence and all these people reach out to you and we want to have you this and this. And I actually started to do a couple of those things. But actually yesterday I was like, I feel like I need to say no to some of those things. 
and you just talking right now is like because I know one of my biggest also like phrases I always use like less is more hmm. has been like one of my key messages in life and or here simplicity is luxury right and those kind of things and every time when I decluttering is a very important thing for me you know like even like in my space like cleaning and letting go things and giving them away and then cleaning my email inbox and unsubscribing from emails and this the sense of expansion that I can feel when that just happens and also these like um, or when I get I get a lot of invitations to to speak and 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 in the beginning it's charming and it's great and in the beginning you you tend to say yes to everything, but I have come to a place now, where which is still a muscle to build I have to be honest right, um, and I, there's nothing like perfectionism right talking about, um, eighteen right is also there mm-hmm. a little bit so I think you're very familiar with that but it's like the more I set these healthy boundaries, which really is respecting myself and not rejecting myself, right? And really honoring that and putting the mind aside. Um, that's only the only place where I can relax because Annalena can get very busy and doing everything. And that's the thing, I can do this. I can do everything. I, or even like uh, being a two-line, I guess, or even when I went to school, I always used to say like, yeah, I can do everything really good, but I don't have this one thing, you know, and now, I mean, also I'm a manifesting generator, so like all over the place, and, um, but that does lead to exhaustion, and I have times, like just this past week, I felt very exhausted, and I, I now that you're talking, I really realized that it's because I've started to commit again to too many things, so, and then the other thing, which is so profound for me, um, really in my coaching and in my teachings. And I'm 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 very like a a teacher by design. Like everything in my chart is like, you're gonna teach, you're gonna teach, and okay, okay. And it comes easy to me. I love it. I'm energized, and people have the huge transformations from it. And I even used to do that in high school. I used to tutor kids and they went from F to an A and magic. I'm like, great, right? So it's just it's in my pocket, accessible, right? Um, but of course, we ask ourselves, who am I to teach? Or who am I to say all these things, right? But everything that I teach is exactly about this, like, surrender and put the mind's agendas away and slow down and let that wisdom come through you. And that's just that's really where quantum leaps happening. Anytime mm-hmm. when... When I slow down, when I take a step back, when I allow myself to relax, then like you say, every every no is a yes to something else, right? And then it's like, it's like ooh, because the universe, and, and I mean, I teach this, but I, I tend to forget, right? Like, that's why I'm so thankful. You're just, um, yeah, reflecting that to me. So thank you for that. Very powerful. Well, it's it's just amazing to hear you share all that, and and it, it reflects back to me all the places I'm like, yep, yep, check, okay, <laughs> we've got to really remember that, and and I, and I think that's the beauty of a of a real teacher. And the line six as an archetype of the sage or the teacher is all about role modeling, 
mm-hmm. the intent, the energy, the 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 cellular intention of what you're really trying to share. So real education is letting other people find that for themselves by resonating that modeling so deeply inside you that they are are open to that visionary capacity themselves. And it requires, and no matter whether you're a teacher or not, or line six or yeah. whatever, the yeah. Venus is constantly reminding us, this is an active process. You you are always going to need the healing for the medicine that you give to other people. And, yeah. and that work doesn't end. And that's that's where I think that magic of it being a work that is fulfilling and joyful is, no, this is an adventure. And I, I know this for my my own businesses is like, it is a transformational process. And I have to keep rechecking and coming back inward and making sure on every tiny minute level, like, Hey, I've been ignoring this part of me or other, and I've been ignoring, and I haven't been taking in that medicine as deeply. And I think many coaches and teachers and healers, they, they'll, they'll constantly reflect that they fall into that pattern of mm-hmm. why can I give this to my clients? And I can't give it to myself. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I honor you for sharing that and I, as well as I, I do that myself. And I think the inspiration from seeing something in the Gene Keys that helps remind us or seeing each other and sharing honestly mm-hmm. with each other helps to remind us. But we have to take the time. You know, I, I literally try to put myself in my calendar as a client of like, I've got to reflect back to Elijah what's going on and if i don't make that resolve if i don't make that container for myself i will forget again and so i just i love that invitation that you're having of yeah we gotta we have to do this for ourselves and notice those little moments where oh there's that exhaustion or there's that interference again you know that's what those words are there for is to healthy circuit breakers uh when we when we start to notice them yeah 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 i love i love the 40 the deep that the, and that's what I love about the gene keys. I mean, I love human design apparently as well. And I have been really going through all the 64 gates. I know them really well. But when I like the gene keys go so much deeper and, and they really make something click on a cellular level. I don't know how else to explain it. It's just by just by reading it, by taking it in, by talking about it, like something happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so beautiful. Yeah, I love that. And then. So one of the other things, I have two more that I kind of feel called to ask you about. So my attraction sphere, it's 21 in the fall line, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just all about control, I think. Mm. And I, I, I do know one thing I can tell you, like me being a fall line, when I feel rejected, I can get cold as heck. Yeah. I can I can be like, oh, this is a mean Annalena. So mm. um, would love to hear your take on that. I love hearing your, you know, I think that's what's so powerful about these keys is like, okay, can I really uh, acknowledge that mean part of me or that frozen part of me? And uh, with the attraction sphere and in general, one of the things I love that Richard shares so beautifully in the Venus sequence is just not trying to tweak the attraction field, you know, that, oh, what I put out there, I'm going to attract and manifest and things like that. It's it's a very powerful magnetic field. So what if instead of trying to get what I want out of the world, mm-hmm. I acknowledge that this attraction field is already pulling the exact minerals that I need to awaken my dharma, to live my dharma. And sometimes that's shadows. And I don't mean this to take 
blame for attracting horrible situations into our life. This doesn't excuse the pain and violence of the world, but it does allow me to reflect on, oh, look at how that relation, that type of relationship showed up in my life multiple times in different people. And, oh, that was my thread. Not that I pulled them into and I'm responsible for it, but, oh, I responded in these ways. So the attraction field gives me this really powerful look at how do I respond to the the challenges and the gifts that are called into my circuitry of life. So control as the shadow for the Jinky 21, I would look at like, where are those places that I try to hold on to all the variables so that I feel safe in the situation? And versus authority, for me, I have this jinky as well. The gift of authority is, uh, a, a dear friend taught me this, of, the, of this is the safe zone. The authority is my authorship that I can't control the weather, but I do get to respond and I get to choose how I write my response. And there's a there's lightning and fire in that key of like, I can respond with love that is fierce. I can respond with love that is not giving away my power or control, but it doesn't extend past my aura. I cannot make the other person think or feel the way I want them to, but I am this author, if that makes sense. So this is beautiful. So this is all about this. I think that's the saying, like life is like 10% what happens to you or for you, actually like some more. And it's 90% of how you react to it, mm. right? So it's all about attitude, right? When challenges come our way yeah. and how we have that, that's the power of choice, right? We can respond to this with love, with compassion, with curiosity, instead of like victim mode or trying to control things. And I love, and that's why I'm excited myself to dive deeper into the Venus. And we're going to talk about this now also a little bit deeper. Um, What you said about this whole concept of like, because this whole law of attraction is like, oh, you need to be this in order to get this. And this is the same energy for me. And it has never worked for me. I'm going to do this. So I'm going to make money. Has never worked. Never, ever. Like, can put my hand in the fire. It just doesn't work. Not for me, at least. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you got to focus on it and, and make it, but that's not the divine will necessarily. Right. And my body has been so showing me that that is not my way. I'm here to pave a new way in a way. Right. Um, so I love that. It's like, it's not about for you to attract, like as the end result, like, no, like you say, you know, you attract anyways, it's how you respond to what you attract. That is such a more going back to the 40 relaxed energy for me. Um, so that's a little bit of a breakthrough for me. Mm. I love that. It's very beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, there's more in the, in the Venus sequence. So there's also these, um, the seven year cycles, right? We have that in three of those gene keys in there as well. We, we go through and I would love for you just to share a little bit about, so, the beginning of November, right? The Venus sequence deep dive starts. Mm-hmm. So what is that exactly? How it's different from the regular Venus sequence that you can purchase on the website and what yeah. that is going to be like? I love that. You know, the Venus sequence is is will continue to be available as what we call a self-study course. So yeah. the webinars and the material is there. And that's how many of us all started is just reading and, and ingesting, digesting this information. And you take your own pace and what we're doing in november that we've done several times of these deep dive these online retreats is it's going to take place over six months 
and it's designed to take place in the background of your day. So there is weekly events that you can attend or watch the replays of. Um, but the idea is that together as a group collective, we're going to look at one sphere, one jinky and, and your jinky in line and one sphere uh, for a month. And other things will happen and you'll you'll go about your day, but we're bringing our, our awareness, our contemplation to that one sphere because it takes time, you know, the patience and, and gentleness, like that is a muscle and it takes time to practice that. And instead of going on a weekend retreat away from my life and then having to integrate that back into my life, the online retreat is designed to be with you in your day-to-day -day interactions so that we can notice where that control shows up, uh, you know, and, and bring our attention to it. And then the opportunity to share with others, because the other aspect that's different than just a self-study is being a global field. It is amazing just to witness and hear each other like we're doing today to just, oh, I'm getting so much out of hearing your story and reflecting together. Mm -hmm. And in community calls, we just listen. You know, we don't give each other advice. We don't try to diagnose. We just share pieces that have come up for us inside the journey and witnessing that of each other and feeling witness in a safe space can have profound impact as well. Mm -hmm. So there's this communal aspect of whether or not you attend every live event or it's not about being behind it's not another it's, it is so much about your journey your rhythm your retreat and knowing even in the background there are people all over the world also looking at that gift inside their their challenges in this container of grace so that's the invitation is to come into a six-month commitment with yourself to join this love ship to have the support of amazing facilitators and q a's and and there's more material than anyone could imbibe. And in in, it's it's not about uh, needing to finish everything as much as a wellspring, a buffet of amazing content, if I may say so, that is really enriching to my contemplation. But then it's my contemplation journey inside a collective field, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, no, I love that. And I also want to say just having you and I this conversation right now, right, that that has brought so many breakthroughs for me and I think for you as well because we just like you hear something just through the listening and I mean my 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 13 right it's all about listening so I have started to learn the power of that and especially with coaching right like sometimes I just want to be even myself I want to be listened to I, I I'm not looking for advice or because in essence all what human design and jinkies for me is about is to trust ourselves more not to have another outside authority tell me what I'm supposed to be doing. That has never worked for me and made me feel like crap. And I got into the judgment where I feel inferior for the most part. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, and below, right? You're inferior. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, and we are in this together. And I think globally, we are moving more towards like community and everything. And like, there is this kind of uplifting kind of energy that you're not alone. You have your, I mean, we all have our shadows and we get to share this and we get inspired by each other. And uh, it's also the energy, right? The intention behind of the Venus is like to really open our hearts. That's mm -hmm. really what this is all about. And imagine as you go on this journey for six months, which really for me is like really an invitation to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just take a month to look at one of the jinkies and and from that, what I've experienced, that's usually how these quantum leaps happen. Not from like, I need to do this and hustle to quantum leap. That's again, the energy of like trying to make things happen. It's more like, 
I'm just going to allow myself to slow down and be with that, let it feel good. And then unexpectedly, these things happen, right? When the time is right, when the time is ready um, to really go with the flow of life. So I love that. And I'm going to be, I'll be part of this Venus sequence deep type, which I'm very excited about. Um, and we do invite anybody that's listening, listen to your hearts. Mm-hmm. If you want to be there, there's no forceful anything. But if you feel called to, you know, deepen the relationship with yourself, with others, and also see that as really building a solid foundation for your business, if you're an online entrepreneur, we definitely invite you um, yeah, on this journey. Absolutely. Thanks for that lovely invitation. And and I think I think it, you know, I love that this conversation has constantly been about business. And it's it's my own stressor to even be on a podcast talking about anything because I, I feel so called that this work can't be forced and you can't ask anyone in your life to do this work for you or for themselves even. Mm-hmm. We 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 are called to this work because there's something inside us that is no longer capable of living in that constriction any longer, right? Mm-hmm. And whether you find the gene keys or human design or any tool, my my real message inside this invitation is to find any invitation to slow down and receive yourself at that level because our capitalist, you know, mindset is that grind is that push is that more energy and that is a very dangerous um energy if you're not conscious and 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 co-creating your reality with it so i just want to honor that it can be so easy it's so easy for me to forget myself and the things i need to do and 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 that includes you know taking care of my wife and cooking and cleaning and doing all of the things that have to happen in the day-to-day so even more so than you know, please do join us in November if you feel called, but also wherever you are at, please invite. I just want to feel that invitation across the world of people taking a few extra breaths and then hopefully a few extra hours of the week to slow back down and receive the intelligence here, because I think that's what our globe needs in this turbulent and and very pressurized time that we live, or at least that I perceive we live in right now. Maybe it's always been this pressured, but it definitely feels the the intensity is rising. And I think it's vital for our creative, our compassion and action, our activism, our, our real work in the world to make a difference. It comes with how we feed that pressure. So I just want to honor that this is a process beyond any teaching um, but it's very been very uplifting for me to have the the reflection of the jinkies and the community to and make that fun <laughs> and make that an adventure that is worth going on and seeing it alive in other people. Yeah, I love that. And honestly, this now reminds me again of the 40th jinky because I do think in the audio Richard is mentioning, I think it's the 40th. I'm not a hundred like percent sure, but I think it's like this invitation to just focus on one thing for a period of time. Like if that's the gene keys or something else, whatever you feel called to, right. But you're going to get, and I again have this experience myself. If, if I allow myself and as a manager and it's in, in particular like challenging sometimes, but I really have to say like, since I have been more really deep into human design and now with the gene keys, now it's integrated and it's coming together for me. 
um, there's so much more transformation than being signed up for a million different kind of courses and now oh, I need to do this and now I need to do that, right? That's when the exhaustion comes in again because we have no boundaries and we just have like, and it's also, I think, I think from a physics from physics or something, if, if you put like your energy in 10 different places half as, it's not going to go much far, but you put your attention onto one thing, it's going to go like, that's when the quantum leap happens, right? So just said, yeah, I guess invitation, like if you feel the call to be here, commit to that and really yeah. be here and go deep. And like you say, receive, because there's so much, so much wisdom and transformation, and especially it goes, it goes beyond the mind, right? It's not this kind of hyped up, this is the course that's going to solve all your problems and you're going to sign up. And then we put all these expectations on there. It's like more about actually having no expectations at all and really surrendering into what's possible and what's even available, things that we haven't even like fully discovered and allowing the real magic to unfold, right? Absolutely. I, I really appreciate that reflection. I think it's spot on. And I think, I think that expect my expectation is the shadow of my purpose. So I have to enter into these places with that, the gift of detachment of, I don't know what is going to, I yield to the wisdom of life. And sometimes when I enter the Venus sequence, the one thing I do agree with is commitment is a powerful tool and mm -hmm. diving in with commitment is a, is a, is a leap of faith. It's a leap into the abyss. So sometimes when I go into the Venus sequence, it is beautiful and and soft and subtle and it's just reflective and it's 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 it brings these these tiny little awarenesses to my mind and sometimes including this time diving committing to the venus sequence because i've had to commit now for several months in preparation for even going on this deep dive it mm -hmm. is a profoundly potent transformation and it's bringing to the surface pieces of me that really need my attention mm -hmm. and so i i i don't offer that as yeah, I don't know what it will be for you. I don't know what it'll be for other people. For some, it might be light. For some, it might be deep. For some, it might, you might not even notice it at times. And I think the subtleties of that is, is actually a teaching in itself that we don't have to be addicted to intensity. We don't have to, we're not going to find the answer that just fixes it all. And it's a horrible marketing thing for me to say that, but no, this isn't going to fix you, <laughs> but, but, but I have found benefit. And I think that's a, that the authenticity of that for me is why it's so magical to me is it doesn't, the jinkies don't need anything of me, but they are mm -hmm. constant invitations for me to participate with this love. Yeah. But when I add on to that, there's nothing to fix. It's just to <laughs> uncover the wholeness that's already within us. Yeah? Yes, absolutely. Oh. So yeah so if you recall the link is in the show notes you can check out the venus deep dive um definitely invite you to be there and elijah i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart um i could definitely keep on talking <laughs> we have to control our time so thank you so much for just being here sharing your wisdom and your gifts and um i truly appreciate you mm, thank you so much it really is a pleasure and an honor and i appreciate this Beautiful. And all you listeners, I hope and I'm pretty confident you enjoyed this a lot. And I'm excited to see you on the next episode and maybe some of you even in the Venus Deep Dive. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. 
And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.